When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey friends, Zach and Laura here. Thanks for listening. It's been an exciting week for Marriage Therapy Radio. We sent out an email a couple weeks ago asking for some specific feedback about specific things. And we heard from a lot of you, and it was really cool to hear what's on your mind, what you're interested in, and how you think we can serve you better. So we'll be sharing some of that here in the next couple weeks. Um, Today, we're responding to one specific piece of feedback, which was just the request for actionable things that you can do um, that are easy in your home. So we've highlighted a 12-hour period, the, the, the time that theoretically you're awake, and how you can use less than 10 minutes to feel exponentially more connected. Stick around. Hey, where are you right now? I'm in um, Bend, Oregon. Thank you mm. for asking. How's that going? It has, this journey has, I've actually learned a lot about myself because I have learned that you cannot take to the road and have any preconceived notions as to what your day is going to be like. We, it's just, it's been chaos, but I think we've really managed it well. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Hey, I have What's, to, I have to tell you something real fast. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I was at the dog park. Um, and I met this gentleman and he was dog talking, parks are the worst. no, they're not. That's actually, I've met like the kindest people at the dog parks, except for the people that are like, how dare your dog jump up on me? Like you're at a dog park. Well, that happened to me once I was at a dog park and this dog jumped up on me or up on uh, Mary. And yeah. I was like, I was like, no, they're like, just tell her to get off. And I was like, I'm not responsible for your dog. And she was like, well, you did come to a dog park. That's true. I'm on her side. And I was side. like, uh-uh, nope. That does not mean that Why? your dog gets to jump on my child. Well, sorry. I, I nope. actually feel nope. very separate. Nope. nope. There are nope. people who take. So, You're wrong. Nope. You are wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not. So mm-hmm. I took my son to a dog park and he's four. And these two dogs got wrestling with each other. And they literally took his feet out from underneath his body. He flew into the air and landed on his tailbone. And he was all tears. And. The woman comes up to me and she started to apologize. I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, I brought my four-year-old into this very specific place where dogs can play off leash. And Okay, that might have been different, but that's not what the lady said to me. She said, Wait. She told me how to parent her dog and then blamed me for coming to a dog park. I would still, I was like, I would still blame you for coming to a dog park. 
Nope. You have to be willing to get nipped and like tripped. We and didn't. We dirty. didn't know it was a dog park. That's exactly. I would have. Well, it wasn't. We didn't. We didn't know. I would have. Anyway, so you go to the dog park and you meet this guy. I and meet what this happened? guy and he's telling me what he does for a living. And he is one of those. So he takes teenage boys out into the wilderness for like That's eight. I know. Sketchy. I know. Brian's like, what does he do with the teenage boys? Like, maybe don't finish the rest of that thought. <laughs> But he takes them out into the wilderness and he teaches them like emotional connection. He teaches them Mm. how to, um, how to take care of themselves. And it's all about, it's like behavioral stuff, um, for kids. But wouldn't it be a cool idea if we took couples out into the wilderness and we just had them on, let's say like a three week backpacking trip. And along the way, it, we everything was one big metaphor as Zach Brittle likes it, and y- mm-hmm. you got to use all of your like alliteration and acronyms and all the things mm. that you enjoy. But we yeah. we teach them like the the metaphors and how to how to backpack. I don't know. I haven't really thought this through, but I just thought yeah. of it. Cool. You know, I'm doing that in July. What? I'm going into the woods for like five days just to like commune with nature by yourself. No, I, I signed up for this like retreat thing. So there's, I think maybe there's 20 people and uh, it's like a guided thing. And is it doing. men and women? There's men and women. Yep. And is Rebecca going with you? No, just, just me. you. Oh, yeah. man. In July? Late July. Yeah. In Utah, uh, not in Utah, in Oregon. Amazing. I hear I Utah is kind of a nice place to go though. I'm just saying. <laughs> I've never been there. <laughs> I know. Do you know who else is? I, I didn't make it to your birthday. We said on I the know. last podcast how great it was, but in reality. How much fun we had. In reality. We did have fun. Yeah. We, we had a lot of fun. And everybody wore blue shirts and red shorts. That's true. That is yeah. so just, cool. Which is kind of my thing. The uniform. Um, it's not my thing that I wear. It's my thing that I see. Hey, um, yeah, you know what? I've had maybe 10 people ask me, was your podcast lady there? Did she come? Aww. Like. The, both that night and since then, because some, some of my clients listen to the podcast and they're like, did, yeah. did Laura come? And I was like, nope, no, nope. didn't come. She didn't. didn't it's didn't like a hundred percent like true to character, though. Yeah. Right yeah. On. No. I, what are you doing in Bend, Oregon? Um, I'm having a reunion. It's I can say it now, but it's actually it's a secret surprise 75th birthday party for my father in law. And so okay. his children are coming in to Bend. And, uh, and I'm really excited. I don't get a chance to see that side of the family very often. My husband's siblings and get the cousins together. So it's a, it's a reunion of sorts. It's really, I think cool. it'll be incredible. Yeah. I asked you that question on purpose because I wanted to set up my thing. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so first of all, we sent out that survey last week or a couple of weeks ago and we got a ton of like really, really cool responses. Thank you guys. Uh, listeners for responding and for letting us know what you like and what you don't like. Um, we got a whole bunch of selfies, which is cool to kind of see that your faces. That was super cool. I really um, enjoyed the selfies. One thing that we heard kind of over and over again was that you want us to talk about some really specific sort of daily things that you can do to strengthen your relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get um, up into theory or we talk about you know, one person's problem, but, mm-hmm. um, we wanted to take today to kind of just talk a little bit about, in fact, reunions mm. and also departures, because I think that couples who can wrap their heads around this can have, <clears throat> excuse me, couples who can wrap their heads around this can have uh, a demonstrable change in their relationship just by stewarding what I say are four kind of pivot points in everybody's day. And 
they are, assuming you sleep in the same bed, which is not always an assumption. Right. You have a reunion every single morning mm -hmm. when you wake up. There's some point where two people or at least one person wakes up. Maybe they leave the house early, but there is an opportunity for a reunion at that moment. The second uh, point is a departure point, which most couples have in their day, which is basically when they separate for the day. Mm -hmm. um, they either both go to work. One of them goes to work. One of them takes the kids to school. But there's a there's a separating. The third re the, the third thing is a reunion at the end of the day, typically when they come back together mm -hmm. um, from work or school or whatever. And then there's another departure, which is when when you go to bed, one or both of you goes to bed, you you sort of leave consciousness. Okay. And I think couples that can create some intention around those four moments uh -huh. can change the nature of their relationship pretty quickly yeah. um, just by assuring one another that that you matter. And so Ooh. I don't know if you have a experience of that with Ryan or or that you've talked about that with clients, but I think it's <laughs> been an interesting place for me to sort of invite couples to imagine how would they use those four times to, yeah. to reassure their connection or reestablish their connection. Yeah. Well, I, yes. In fact, I talked about this exactly this exact thing last night with some clients of mine and it was in a broader context of creating ritual around daily, weekly, monthly, annual moments and mm -hmm. the daily moments. I said, here's two that are like very easy to think about. And that's when, when you wake up and when you go to bed, so I didn't nail the reunion and the departure piece of leaving for the day and then coming back, but we definitely nailed the waking up and, and the going to bed piece. And um, the thing that I think I, I appreciate most about what you said, which is the goal of this is saying you mean something to me. You're meaningful yeah, you're to, special me. to you're me. You're special to me. And yeah. I like that because it it kind of like gives you a goal. Whatever we do, whatever it is that we do with one another during those moments, that's what you're wanting to express is that you're special to me. And, um, and you're not going to ghost your partner on the way out the door, like sneaking out without saying goodbye or, Oh, the one that bothered me was for a long time, Ryan and I had a ritual that he would always kiss me before he would leave the house. Cause I would still be sleeping. Our schedules mm. were so out of whack. He was leaving for work at like five in the morning and I would be waking up at like 10 in the morning. This is when I used to manage um, the melting pot. So I would, I would pull some late nights and I'd sleep in really late. Um, I don't think I never, I don't think I ever knew that you did that. That's how I put myself through grad school is huh. I, I would go to grad manage school. Manage the melting pot. Huh? Yeah. In Bellevue, I would go to grad school during the day and then I would uh, go manage in the evenings, the, the <laughs> melting pot. And then I would sleep in and, rinse, wash, repeat. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So you learned love mapping me right now. Learn a At least it wasn't the new. cheesecake factory. It was not, but that's actually where we got engaged. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Uh, I just, well, I got engaged. Uh, I got engaged in the parking lot of a grocery store. So no. I, I can't, I can't, um, I can't complain. Okay. The hold the phone. Factory. We will come back to this for just a second, but all of our <laughs> listeners need to know the story of how you got engaged in a parking lot of a grocery store. So, you know how um, you've probably heard this whole thing about Olive Garden and the American president. Yes. So that's July 11th, right? Um, we, we, that was our first date. It was the date that we went on after we got engaged, which was exactly a year after the first July 11th. So on July 11th, the first time, Rebecca rolled into town and we went to a diner for lunch and then, you know, went about the rest of our day that ended with 
uh, Olive Garden and uh, the American president. Right. So a year later, she comes into town. I'm ready to propose. I had said to her that I wasn't going to tell her I loved her until uh, I was ready to propose. Yes. So we had been together now a year and a half. She'd never heard me say I love you. So I, so we go to this diner. She has no idea what's happening. I'm just like, hey, it's our anniversary of our first date. Let's go back to the diner. So we go to this diner and I am ready to like do it at the diner. So we have, um, we have lunch and I'm going through my speech where I'm telling her about all the things that I love about her. Right. And I get through like the top five, I get the 10, nine, eight, seven, six, right. I go to the, I go through five at the table next to us is a gaggle of high school girls from the high school where I volunteered at the time. A gaggle. If anybody knows the official terminology of a, a group of teenage girls, I'm almost certain it's not a gaggle. <laughs> and I was like, there is no way I am proposing in front of these girls. Yeah. I, th it is not happening uh -huh. because news would hit the, the airwaves so fast. And I was just not about it. So I said, okay, we're all done with the diner. Let's go out and to our car, which was parked in the parking lot of a grocery store. Okay. And I go through four, three, two, or five, four, three, two, you know, and I'm telling her all these things that I love about her. And then I finally say something like, um, and I love how you're teaching me how to love because I do love, I love you. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, I do. But me, I, meanwhile, I'm standing up. I'm fully standing up. In a parking lot. In a parking lot with snow on the ground. I don't kneel. I take the ring out of my pocket and I'm like, would you marry me? And she's like, yes. Oh my God. Da, da. So my legacy is I proposed standing up yeah. in the parking lot of a grocery store <laughs> because I didn't want to get my jeans wet. Oh man. You know, there's something about kneeling. And because I didn't want to propose in front of high school girls. I would have preferred to do it at the diner. Yeah. Dell's diner in Ambler, Pennsylvania, but I didn't. So it's real, so funny to me that, boy, we are just like not even covering what we're talking about, but uh, <laughs> just the whole idea of kneeling. And also, like, how would you propose if you could propose on your, you guys have how many years? 17, 20 years, 22? I don't know. 85 uh, I think this together? summer's 22. 22. 22 okay. this summer. Yeah. So if you could propose now, would you do it much differently? Yeah, of course. In fact, uh, we, a couple of years ago, she lost the diamond that I gave her on that morning, mm -hmm. um, fell out of a ring. And so we had mm -hmm. another like legacy diamond repurposed into a new ring for her. Yeah. And I proposed to her again, yeah. kind of gave it to her yeah. um, a second time um, at the beach on my knee oh, with, you, you know, like on Easter. Aww. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I, well, I've recovered. Thank you anyway. for, for clarifying that. Okay. Thank you so much for this, uh, this brief segue. segue, this interlude. So you are in bed. Ryan kisses you and leaves. And this he is kisses me. You. He kisses me and leaves. No, what bothered me is he stopped doing it. And mm. the, what I like is that you always say that when there's a ritual that you've created, around your reunions, your partings, whatever ritual it might be, when when it's missed, it's missed. And right. I when really, you miss it, you miss it. You yeah. miss it. And I really missed it. It's like I didn't realize how much I needed that kiss, that piece of that goodbye, um, until he stopped doing it. And uh and I told him I he's like, Well you're asleep. And I said, doesn't matter. I know. I mm. I can feel you when you just at least come and kiss me. And if you said, yeah, I kissed you before I left, that's all I need. Like, I don't have to be <laughs> awake for it. I just want to yeah. know that I, you thought of me before walking out the door, right? I want to mm -hmm. be thought mm -hmm. of, and I want to be special in your eyes. And for you to take a moment and 
and kiss me goodbye. That's really special to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I think, you know, even if couples, you know, they'll say, well, one of, we don't wake up at the same time. And I said, that's mm-hmm. okay. You can have a text that you send when you wake up as the second person, or you can leave a post-it note. I have a couple that they, he leaves her post-it notes and some of them she saves and some of them she doesn't. In fact, she has this cute little ritual where she puts them on the, um, the windowsill. Uh, and at the end of the month, she collects them and, and she saves the one that she wants to keep and she throws mm-hmm. some of them out. But, but over the month she has this like wall of post-its that's wow. coming down her kitchen window. Wow. Um, and I just think that there, that what it does is it says, um, we have a secret or we have something special. We have right. something that matters. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think about the part that is often, so that one's, that one's important. I think the other one that I would probably call most, I don't know which ones I would call most important, but let's go to the second one, which is this idea of we, we depart for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a big fan of this question. What's coming up for you today that you want me to ask you about at the end of yes, the day? I like, yes. I like it. It sets, it sets you up to know exactly how to be thinking about your partner for the day. It sets the intention. Um, and it says, okay, well, after we answer this question, it's time to walk out the door or, you know, maybe I hand you your bag lunch or maybe we have a high five or, um, who knows. But I think again, to set yourself up for, um, the reunion is really critical. So let me just slow that down for everybody who is listening. The question that you're asking your partner is, what's one thing I should ask you about when you get home today? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So um, if we were having this conversation and you asked me, like, what's one thing I should ask you about when I would probably say, I want you to ask me about, you know, like, I don't even know what's going on. Well, yesterday I can answer for you. Yesterday okay. I had my therapy appointment and uh-huh. I said, just, you can ask me about that. Cause she was like, oh yeah, you have that today. Mm-hmm. And it was both a reminder to her that I had this appointment, but then also an invitation to be curious about how it went, you know? Yeah. So is it sort um, of like giving your partner the headlines to your newspaper? Like here's the headline yeah, so. of the newspaper. Here's what's coming up today. When yeah. I come home, this is what we can talk about. You can get the, sure. the scoop. Sure. Okay. And then of course the reunion needs to include the asking of that question. Right. Right. It doesn't have to be the second they walk in the door, but um, I actually have been thinking a lot about Mr. Rogers and how Mm -hmm. he comes in and has a very specific ritual for being home. Like he, we know when he is finally home. Right. And it's after all the shoes have been changed and the vest has been changed. And, and he kind of stands up off that uh, uh, little bench that he has. And then he kind of comes and addresses the, the, the lesson for the day. And I think there ought to be some kind of clue or signal to the people who are already home mm-hmm. that now I'm home. Yeah. Like it's not the second I walk in the door. Ah. It's, it's let me put my bag down. Let me, um, you know, change my shoes. Let me get out of this shirt. You yeah. know, let me, okay. Um, I really want to talk about that just for a second because okay. I have had, um, a breakdown where couples have said, uh, there is a desire to feel connected immediately when we walk in the door. One person needs to uh, reestablish that connection. The other person is is basically saying, whoa, 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 let me settle in. Let me, mm-hmm. you know, take my shoes off. Let me have 30 minutes of quiet alone time by myself. The drive was stressful. Work was stressful. I haven't had a chance to reconnect and, and sort of find my peaceful space. And and talking to them was about how to reestablish that connection while also allowing the needs of the individual to decompress from their day, which might mean not having immediate contact, not having that yeah. immediate reunion. 
So I like it's certainly true for me. And I, yeah. I, I actually bristled when you said 30 minutes because that might be too long, right? It could just be 30 seconds, right? Right. It could be, could be three minutes. It could be, but it needs to be, you know, again, we kind of come back to this idea of agreement, but it needs to be this sort of notion that we all understand when dad is home or when mom is mm-hmm. home mm-hmm. or when my, um, Abby 16 has a job right now. She comes home and she's like, what's up? I'm here. Give me some attention. You know, and we're like, whoa, hold on. So it works in the reverse too. Right. Uh-huh. Where she has to assimilate into whatever's happening. Like yeah. we don't immediately press pause on the TV. You know, we don't go, Oh, everybody pop up and get Abby her dinner. You know, it's, right. a, um, so I think it works both ways and you have to just establish this, um, kind of confidence that home is home and now, okay, now we're home. And now, yeah. You know, so. Mm, okay. So here's another, here's another thought. Um, this one drives me bonkers okay. is you're coming home from work. You're taking some kind of a call on the road, a work related call. A lot of people leave work, but they definitely don't leave work at work. So right. let's just say that husband comes home. He's on a call. I would prefer him to stay in the car, stay in the car. The moment, <laughs> like exactly like when you enter the home, I yeah. want, I also want to be greeted. I don't want to yeah. have to just, it's a two way street, right? Like I don't yeah. want to just be the one that's greeting you when you walk in the door, but it Pull feels right apart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Do, like don't walk in the door on your phone. That one drives yeah. me bonkers because I want to have closeness. Um, I think I've told you this story about my best friend. I've, I've certainly told it during our workshops that uh, my best friend, whenever her husband would come home, she would do the daddy's home dance and she would sing right the song daddy's home. And this was before he was a dad. So that was quite, I'm sure, enticing for him to be called daddy. She would, she would sing the song. She would sing the song. Oh, the daddy's home. One of my clients is, uh, it loves correcting your grammar. My, oh, I know. <laughs> she comes in and she goes, Laura said this and you totally nailed her. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of the banter we had. She goes, I loved it. <laughs> the best part so, is that I'm fully aware. I am always yeah. learning and I'm always second guessing myself. It's Incidentally, of- she also said, she's, Laura sounds pretty rad. I was like, yeah, she's pretty rad. Yeah. So thank you. she likes to correct your grammar, but she also thinks you're rad. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sing the song. Um, okay. So then the last one, so, yeah, so the daddy song and that yeah. was their ritual and it helped the kids kind of do their thing. And yeah. Cause as in, as kids were entered into the picture, now the kids all greet daddy and rush to the door. And I think that that's a lovely experience, but it had to be negotiated because yeah. uh, you know, if he's walking in the door on the phone, that's no fun. Now yeah. there's five people standing at the door waiting to greet you. And the client on the other line is like, what the heck is happening right now? You know? <laughs> it's just my daily song. That's yeah. all. All right. Tell me the last one. So we did this episode a few, I don't know, a few episodes ago about sleep and kind of this idea. But I do think that stewarding this kind of last departure is mm-hmm. important. I mean, and even if you don't go to bed at the same time, I've said it a hundred times, you can go to the bed at the same right, time. Right. And have yep. some kind of like, I'll tuck you in or let's kiss or let's you know, read a, you know, a poem together. I don't know what people read together, but it's like, <laughs> there can be this opportunity to really just, just say, Hey, I started my day with you. I'm ending my day with you. And yeah. um, there's probably nobody I'd rather do that with. Mm-hmm. And this is complicated by children for sure. Particularly when you're have, mm-hmm. you know, infants that are crawling around in your bed or toddlers, or in my case, 12 year olds who want to sleep in my room for some reason <laughs> still. Um, and but I do think that you can still establish some kind of like, all right, we did it. 
pat ourselves yeah. on the back. We didn't kill any children. We, you know, kept the roof over our head. We, um, we learned something new about each other because we asked each other the question already. Maybe that's, that's right. the time you asked the question, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but, but we are, we are us. And so again, I think it's not rocket surgery to figure out how to connect if you can locate them in time. Right. And so I think mm-hmm. these four times generally exist for all couples and right. it's, and it's okay to take 30 seconds, you know, three minutes of any one of those transition points and make it about you two. Um, mm. And I think you'll find immediately that, that it changes the nature of right. how connected you feel. Yeah, absolutely. I would totally agree. Hmm. And I'm not talking about, I mean, I know you said you talked to this about your clients last night. The thing we're not talking about is weekly date night or a, a family meeting or right, right. Uh, an overnight once we're a quarter. About we're talking about 30 seconds, maybe something two, you can two do. minutes out of your day Yeah, to hit yeah. all four. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, here's the, I guess the challenge then would be you just listen to this episode and if your partner's not listening to it, then bring it up and just say, hey, you know what I really want to try? Um, I really want to try to establish something that we do every single time we go to bed. And the way that I think about it is we're so good about creating these moments for children and mm-hmm. these like little rituals for kids. There's a thing called bedtime. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and they know they know exactly what's going to happen. They know you're going to come in, you're going to read them two stories, you're going to sing them a song, you're going to tuck them in, turn on their nightlight and leave them in their room. And that's how they say goodnight. That's how they disconnect from you for the evening. Mm-hmm. When you see them in the mm-hmm. morning, there's a way that they reconnect. And we just don't do it for our relationship. There's nothing different about mm-hmm. our establishing connection. We just need to give it priority. That's a good point. So yeah. the challenge would be figure out how you're going to spend those four four separate moments in the day for 30 seconds or even less 15 seconds yeah. with your reunions and your partings. And if four feels like too much, just start with one. Totally. Like make, make a single, a single ritual um, that you can attach to one of those four transition points and just see huh. what happens. Yeah. I love um, it. And yeah. start it. I mean, it only takes one initiator to greet you at the door. So yeah. you have the power to shift this all, all on your own. All right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this uh, longer episode. We're gradually lengthening the episodes because everybody keeps saying, well, that's great. What else do you have? I've been, I've listened to every single episode on Mm -hmm. one road trip. So we'll just try and make these a little bit longer. Uh, Okay. See you later. See you later. Have a great reunion. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. This episode today was brought to you by you. You are the ones who are sponsoring us. I joke around that it's ice cream, that it's Blue Apron, that it's all of these different things, but it really it's you who have become patrons of Marriage Therapy Radio. So thank you so much for the loyal listeners who have already signed up to do a monthly support, uh, financial support of us. And thank you so much for those of you who are going to go to marriagetherapyradio.com and click on that link that says Patreon to become patrons of Marriage Therapy Radio. Any small amount has a great cumulative effect in helping us to keep our lights on and keep our wheels turning. So thank you so much. But more importantly, I want to thank all of you for the energy and the time that you are putting into investing in your relationship to make it better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.